in the know for Tuesday, March 15, the 74th day of 2022. There are 291 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Continuing drama in Ukraine will also get you one day closer to spring and one day closer to the beginning of the March Madness, the NCAA tournament. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, he is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. Budapest, Kiev, Tokyo, and Rio. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I dropped Budapest. Just trying to throw Kiev uh-huh. in there. Bria, uh, pro pro Ukrainian, just a little bit this morning. Uh, did you spend any time uh, on work hours yesterday working on your bracket at all, or doing any research? Not it's on okay, work hours. It's okay not to be on, honest. Not on work hours. Not on work hours. No. no. Okay. My lunch break, yes. Okay. I spent it, diving deep into it. Uh, it's okay to be honest. I mean, you you can tell me no, the truth. I, I'm not going to be mad. I don't think I actually. I, I, honestly, I mean, I might have spent some time. Ripping my hair out at, at certain <laughs> franchises in the city of Cincinnati, but uh, I, see. Okay. I think we get to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll probably get to that a little bit later on. Um, we don't have. So to. you did not contribute yesterday to part of the nearly fourteen billion dollars that businesses well, will lose from workers watching the NCAA tourney while working. That doesn't even oh, take well. into account brackets uh, doing bracket work. That's just on the watching of the of the of the uh, games alone. Now, I I can't say that I I will not be watching. <laughs> okay. I, I won't lie about that. You're leaving yourself an out. All right. I don't I don't mind. That's fine. Just play. Honesty is the best policy. Over there in chair number 3 is uh, we say good morning and welcome back to First Baptist Church. Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Who am I? The Social Security Administration knows him as Tennessee Cook. We lovingly know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. Happy Tuesday, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. It's good to be back. Beautiful day today. Good to be back. Been working on your bracket yet? Honestly, no, I haven't. No, because you've not received the invitation to our bracket pool. That yet. is correct. That's why you haven't. Uh, that's why you I haven't need started. to. I have two, two or three brackets I need to fill out, and yeah, but I will be watching um, during at work? The work day. Like okay. it will be on. Mm-hmm. You probably while noted working. In your, you'll probably note it in your personnel file, though. You'll take that time off. You'll mark that as taking out Absolutely. your PTO. Absolutely, Yeah, of course, without a, a doubt. I got it. Uh, 46% of people just go with their gut when they make their picks. Do you dive into it, or do you just go by name recognition or what it, you would prefer to happen? You know, it, I've learned a lesson by not being a favoritist in this. Like, I need to be smart. I need to be smarter in making these <laughs> picks and actually do a little research. But some would say research doesn't even matter. Just pick mm-hmm. by the colors of the team. So okay. who, who knows? That's all right. I'm waiting for – well, I think last year Princess Tiana almost – I think she finished in second, and she don't – I don't think mm-hmm. – I think she'd fully admit that she knows nothing. 
It was a lot easier last year when UK wasn't in there to me- uh-huh. mix the, mess true. things up because if you just take them off the board, right. then it's a much um, it's a much I don't know if it's a clearer picture, but it takes a bunch of picks off the board because we all have a tendency to yeah. to pick those. Uh, did Dennis? Did you have any amount of conflict whatsoever over UK, who obviously mm-hmm. you're for, mm-hmm. going up against old old Pete? I mean, P- Peter, right? Petra, the rock upon which I will build, build my church. church. Uh, did you have any? Is there any? I'm for the cats. Okay. <laughs> just, 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 just checking. You, you'll be for what Peter was, on Friday. Yes. But you're, like you're the, for the, the guy that called into KSR yesterday saying that he was going to go and light two candles, one for the people of Ukraine and one for UK. And Matt said, is that not a little that is <laughs> to a light little a candle odd. against St. Peter? A little odd, I would suppose. <laughs> Hey, um, you might have seen a few morning sprinkles around, and but a warming trend is going to continue today. We'll see a small chance of rain today and tomorrow, higher on Friday. Don't forget, spring begins Sunday morning at ten thirty-three Central Time. Where Dennis will the where will FBC be in their service mm. at ten thirty-three on Sunday? Is that about like? Prayer hymn time or something that, like that. That is about Pastor Doug walk up time. Okay, so he he's going to stop and give it the old spring yeehaw at about ten thirty. Probably not, but yeah, <laughs> it's a good thought. Partly cloudy today and a high of seventy one. Mostly clear, forty five tonight. Partly cloudy and seventy two for tomorrow. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, of course, coming up on Thursday. Looks like a nine and ten chance of rain on Friday. But I don't uh, love that the coldest day is a Saturday, though. Yeah, but for the foreseeable future, I'll take these. I'll, 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 at least it's not like last Saturday. True, and again, so, uh, there's I'll, one person I blame, and he's sitting in this room. I'll be okay. This is awkward. I'll be okay. He's your boss. Why would you bring this up? <laughs> More than 2.8 million people have fled Ukraine in the wake of Russia's invasion, according to the UN Refugee Agency. Uh, and Poland alone has taken more than 1.7 million refugees in the last 19 days, seeing where uh, President Zelensky will speak to a joint session of Congress tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. So by this time tomorrow, when we get together with you, we might have some talking points of what he's telling the nation. I think it's important to be able to do that. I'm also uh, emboldened by seeing some of the Russian journalists who uh, the ones who are even working for state media are now um, placing their liberty at stake, placing their lives at stake, mm-hmm. certainly their professions at stake, to be able to protest and say what we're telling you is not is not what you're you know what you're seeing is not really what's happening, and that's what it's going to take. It's the information, the flow of true yes. information is what's going to change the dynamic. Now, Dennis, I am so sorry. I'm a bad friend. Why is uh, that? Because. I told it's a little bit on you, but mostly on me. Oh, I know what this you, is about. You, you all had a prayer service last night, yes, First we Baptist did. for Ukraine. You asked me Thursday or so, will you mention this on Monday? I said yes, and then I immediately said, remind, remind me. me on Monday. Yes, and we had a Joseph Mudd was here for his birthday yesterday. You know and, Joseph. Yes, it was it and was his twenty sixth birthday, and there, I'm not sure there if there was a president of the Dennis C. Cook fan club, it would be Joseph. That's right. Oh. That's, that's, that's absolutely right. So I'm just saying I was distracted yesterday, but I feel bad that I didn't get to mention the Ukraine prayer service at First Baptist Church. But I am happy you're here so you can tell Thank me you. how it went. Well, first off, happy birthday, Joseph. I mean, come on. What, what a guy. Uh, but the 
you know, as churches, uh, I think we all need to do a better job. Uh, this is across the board at emphasizing prayer, uh, both corporately as churches and urging and teaching about the individual aspects of communicating with God as Christians. So we as a church and our mission team wanted to do something intentional for what is happening in our world today by opening up our church to our community, to our people, saying, uh, come and pray between 6 and 8 last night. Anytime, just drop in and stay as long as you'd like. And it was a very meaningful event for those who were able to be there. Several messages saying, I'm doing this from home. I don't live there, but I'm praying. And uh, it was a very intentional time where I think was very very beneficial for for folks and super important for us all to do. Uh, every day i um part of our sunday school lesson on sunday was talking about um it led to the question about praying for your leaders Mm -hmm. praying for the decision makers and do you and do you do that enough and so i i kind of you know entertained the question it's pretty easy to pray for people that you agree with sure politically but are you praying for those that you don't as well. And so there's a lot of prayer for that's needed in, in Europe, our leaders here at home for European leaders, a lot of people, you know, uh, they may not covet them, but they certainly need them. You know, we're called to love our enemies. And, uh, and and I mentioned yesterday in the video that I put out, you know, we're, we're not only praying for Ukraine, we're praying for Russia, for Poland, for, for all leaders across the world that are, that are going to be, or are currently involved in potentially, hopefully stopping what is happening and and our prayers need to be for all involved and pray for God's will to be abided by. Speaking of wanting to do something good for Ukraine, the attorney general is saying today just be a little bit careful about just because you see that blue and yellow flag up that doesn't mean the people who are on the other end of uh, other end of that link or the other end of the call have are uh, are have pure intentions. Yes. So uh, they're preying upon people that uh, p r e y i n g upon people who want to do something good and be benevolent, but just make sure and do your research to, uh, on the charity before giving. Be wary of crowdfunding or social media fundraising. Maybe don't follow the link. Maybe read what you can from the information, and then and then source it differently so you can go directly to the site to make sure you're in the right place, and avoid sharing personal information over the phone. But you see a lot of people that will just be throwing up that. I mean, right now, we it's funny how, <clears throat> I guess, a month ago, 80% of Americans probably didn't know what the Ukrainian flag looked like. Right. And now when you see it, mm-hmm. you go, oh, I know exactly what that uh, means. Closer to home, Governor Andy Bashir announced yesterday that he is pausing his weekly COVID-19 updates as the number of cases and other metrics continue to show declines in Kentucky. He said there were 9,532 new cases of COVID last week. Down from 12,000 the previous week. It's the seventh straight week of decline. Positivity rate at 4.17%, but he did say the one metric that's still concerning is deaths. Deaths are remaining Hmm. uh, much higher than they should be for the metrics that are stepping down. He said we had 283 last week alone. And uh, he goes on to say it continues to kill people who are far too young. Our our current total now is 14,301. Kentuckians. I haven't seen this map in maybe two weeks. This is a new. They've changed yes. the way that the map looks too. It's there's un- no more orange. Yeah, it's it's it. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing. Yellow, yellow used to be what we were shooting for, and now we are what I think is yellow. Now we're trying to get to green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, we've got a lot of green on that map, so or where it's low rather than it just gone away. But if you're like me, you're also sort of maybe not keeping one eye, but peeking in every once in a while on China and what they're doing because right. they're in the middle of another big lockdown. So, I, I mean, I hope that something called stealth Omicron or something. So, But I don't think the cases are all that bad I mean, 3,507, but the Chinese are, like, locked down 30 million people trying to oh keep a lid on it. And I know there's a large number of people that, you know, think that China was directly involved in our first go-around of that. Whether they, I don't, you, you either do believe that or you don't believe that, and I'm not going to change your mind, and I'm not going to attempt to. Um, all right. Uh, I do hope, by the way, what the governor said, I hope that this pause on these briefings is a, a permanent suspension. But mm-hmm. you got to leave the table set in case, you know, they need to circle back to that based upon new information. One Grayson County man has been critically injured and another seriously hurt after a vehicle slammed into the back of an Amish buggy in wax. This happened yesterday afternoon, just after four o'clock. Uh, first responders reported to the 5300 block of Wax Road. They found a northbound Toyota Camry being driven by an elderly male struck the rear of an Amish buggy containing two men. It tossed the buggy about 90 feet off the road into a grassy area. Both the men who were in the buggy were ejected. And most likely, it's, uh, the elderly driver failed to see the carriage until uh, it was it was too late. So one... Um, Two suffered a head injury. One was airlifted. One was transported, and no other addition mm. additional information. Um, believe it or not, the horse who was pulling the buggy was not hurt in that. So, prayers for all those involved in that accident. A Morgantown man has been accused of assaulting a restaurant worker and taking the victim's money. Glasgow Police Department said Sunday they responded to Subway on the public square to report of a robbery where an employee was taking out trash. And got hit over the head by, uh, uh, allegedly, by a 40-year-old Jason Wheat who stole money as he was uh, doing his job there. Wheat was charged with first-degree robbery, disorderly conduct, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, seeing a couple of tidbits out of Caneyville this morning, uh, Brandon J. Brooks is the new police chief of uh, Caneyville Police Department. That uh, post has been vacant for some time, and uh, Brandon Brooks is... Uh, Misty's nephew, mm-hmm. and okay. Misty's dad was the fire chief there in uh, Caneyville at one point in time, and so uh, very happy for them and appreciative of Brandon doing what he can to keep uh, Caneyville safe. I'm glad that that vacancy has been filled. And then it's my understanding that uh, Chris Piercy was uh, sworn in and seated in the city commission vacancy that was created by the passing of Janice Mitten. So a couple of... Uh, couple of tidbits to pass along to you there from the Caneyville community. The governor says, circling back to some of what he reported yesterday from Frankfurt, he said that struggling Kentuckians would lose extra food stamp benefits if a Republican-backed measure to end a COVID-19 state of emergency early becomes law. The legislature finished work on the measure last week, basically ending the pandemic, and the governor is sounding the alarm saying, well, you're, you're going to mess with the SNAP benefits that were part of the state of emergency or the, that was created. And the legislature is saying, well, if you want us to take that under advisement, you still have time to bring, bring us a mechanism that fixes that part. But the pandemic, per se, is over. And so this is just 
political jockeying. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, he's not going to like whatever they do, and they're not going to like whatever he does. But there are ways around some of those things. It, it's a little bit like a, a chess match, if you will. But I, I will offer this. That those overinflated benefits that came along as a result of some of the pandem- of, of, of the pandemic, mm-hmm. some of those are contributing to the inflation and the supply chain issues. It was a lack of production on the supply side, but then people just rushing out to spend money on things that they dis- didn't necessarily need. Just they were there, so I'll buy them. And like, oh, I've got all this extra money, so I can churn it through the economy. And people did. Well, then that started drive plus the situation in Ukraine, plus our refusal to be energy independent adds into this really weird stew that's driving up prices at the cash register on things you have to have that are SNAP related. So it's just you can't really say chicken and egg, but if you eventually don't recede those levels, then they just become permanent and people are expecting them. So let's say that. Not that I would know anything about this, and Dennis, you certainly wouldn't know anything about this as well. But let's just say you got a pair of pants, and you decide, these pants are too tight. Okay. And then you say, ooh, I can let these pants out a little bit. I got a little room if I'll let them out. And then you wear them around, and you say, these pants feel good. You know what I can do? I can eat a little more okay. because my pants aren't so tight. Okay. This has never happened to you, has it? No. What do you mean by let out? <laughs> okay, maybe let me rephrase it. You go get a new pair of pants oh, okay. that are bigger, and you say, "Well, these pants fit. I can kind of, I can kind of relax a little bit. I don't have to watch what I eat so much." Next thing you know, what's happened? Those pants are too tight. Fair assessment. Speaking of, no belt today. So, uh, totally separate. Did, did, you, did you lose your iPhone cord again? <laughs> Good was, job, Sam. I was going to wonder. Speaking of, do you have an iPhone cord? Totally separate issue. <laughs> no, I think Sam put in a requisition for new iPhone cords. I did. They've not ever come in. Pre COVID. So, I've, I've, been, I've, been, I've been sitting waiting. I check the mailbox every day. I'm glad that you mentioned that, Dennis. Uh, okay, what else that you must know about? My. my my tight, my my tight pants rec- Sorry, but the uh, references comment. are over. Um, all right, let's take this. Let's break this down into okay into chapters. Okay, Sam. Yesterday it was Monday. I didn't want to ruin your day any more than it just being a Monday already mm-hmm. ruins your day. Sunny Gray being dealt from the Reds. How did you receive that news? Uh, I think they should have gotten a little more, maybe. But it wasn't a I take him off the screen. <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't heartbreak. Okay. Um now what about Winker and Suarez being dealt to the Mariners? Jesse Winker makes no that makes yeah. no sense. It makes absolutely no sense to deal maybe your best hitter uh, other sense. than Joey Votto from last year to I mean it just it seems like everything that the Players Association is fighting for and stopping teams from going into this full-on tank is exactly what the Reds are doing right now. And it's not like the Cubs are much better, so you, you don't have much room to You talk. know, sometimes the Reds do this move where right after the All-Star break, they just rebuild. You know, they uh-huh. get to the midway point and they're oh, out of contention. Like, like a certain school from, uh, like a certain team from the northern side of Chicago did last year. No. But, but Traded everybody. That they did. They had a fire sale. But here's what: if you do it before opening day, like 
Well, Wait, opening, uh, day, uh-huh. opening day is not in Cincinnati this year, so it's not the same thing. Uh, we gotta get one of my favorite segments. <laughs> we gotta get so to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on in the know. Is our, I don't know, is the Ides of March. Okay. What the Ides of March actually means, Dennis. No, I was going to ask you. It's Julius Caesar, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Marks the date of the assassination of Julius Caesar in 44 BC. Didn't, like, George Clooney play him or in the movie called Ides of March in the last, I guess, probably been 10 or 15 years, 10 years, something like that? Was that not that movie, like, I, Claudius or something like that? Um I have to ask Sarah. She she loves George Clooney. She does. Well, I mean, what Kentuckian shouldn't? I mean, I think a little bit more than she should. But. It's uh, True Confessions Day. Dennis, ready, I just did. ready to go. Okay. Yes, I'm, I'm right, but it is nothing about Julius Caesar. Okay, sorry. It's called the Ides of March, but it's not about that. Oh, I see. George uh, Clooney is in it, though. It is. Any True Confessions while the door is, while the, the door is open. Okay. Nope. Going, going. Nope. All right. You know, on. Joey... <laughs> March of Kindness is continuing today. I think you're really going to like this one. Okay. You've been working the whole month. We, you know, it's the middle of the month, so we've worked hard. We're making the turn for home. Today is be kind to yourself. Finally, treat yourself. Of all that stuff you've been doing for others all month long, now finally a day. For you to settle the score with self, selfish kindness is the best. I don't, I don't know what be kind to yourself looks like exactly. We got to get Ellie Cox in the line and ask her. Yeah, I didn't, I don't recall getting in a specific explanation on that, but she gave a lot of really good ones though. Gonna get, uh, gonna need a ruling on that. I would say, hey, you know what? If you want to go to lunch somewhere and it's your favorite place, go there. If you want to <laughs> order something and. Your wife says, don't get that. You'd be like, no, they said on the radio today that it's Treat Yourself Day. Treat yourself. Don't be a groundhog. Actually, too. by the way, to be clear, it did not say treat yourself. Oh, I it saw a Be kind to yourself. That's, Is that's there a I difference? I think that's what that means. There, I think there can be a difference to that. Be kind. To, because it's the march of kindness. It's not the march of treatness. <laughs> but that kindness equals treats. It can. Well, if. Look, to me. Speaking of that, look on March the 25th, and, and the date is give yourself a, sre- a sweet treat. Yeah, see? So you're see, jumping so the gun. Two treat yourselves. <laughs> are you making, uh, are either of you making travel plans for the upcoming uh, travel season? Spring break's a couple of weeks away. Um, I, I'm, I go day by day. Yeah. I was thinking about going to spring training. Getting away for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Normally, that would have been in February. Yep. Yes, and March, and a little bit of March, and but uh, the airline costs are bad. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, bad. I was, I was potentially looking at maybe following the Reds for a series, but uh, I don't know that I really <laughs> want to be traveling now. <laughs> so here are some uh, unpopular. Okay. Well, they could be popular, but by and large, it could be unpopular. Travel opinions. We'll see where you two land. And all of you land on these. Feel free to play along in the comments if mm-hmm. you like. 
The day I know where Dennis, I know where Dennis is going to be on this. The day before a vacation is better than the vacation itself. <laughs> That's I, a no. Yeah, I was going to say no on that. No, because you're preparing, you're packing, you're, you know, you're doing this, you're doing really, that. Really, Dennis? Huh. I thought that in the similar vein that the night before. The morning you get to sleep in is better than the sleeping in. Like knowing the euphoria of I don't have to sleep. I don't have to get up. The alarm doesn't wake me up. Tomorrow. That is good. I was I was immediately picturing a Saturday night before a Sunday though. So that's my fault. Yeah. So yeah, if I, I should know. picture a Monday, then you are exactly right. It is a completely like I, we're off on Fridays. Typically, our weekend is a Friday and Saturday that we we typically work those days in some way. Mm-hmm. But the Thursday evening sleep, oh yeah, yeah, awesome. not, hey, all right, I've earned a little siesta, I've earned sure. a little break here. Well, I also think all the day before a vacation, it's the perfect vacation, right? It, everything in your mind is exactly the way that you want it to be. Hmm. Yeah, you're going. There's been no traffic. You haven't been late getting to the airport. You didn't have a flat tire. Nobody was grumbling about getting loaded up. It's I will just say, all, if you have anxiety, are you, though, are you speaking from experience? You, with those? you you struggle with all those things that you talk maybe. about the next day. You you start thinking and overthinking uh-huh. those things about uh-huh. what's coming. And who's going to grumble? Well. Who's uh-huh. going to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. we got to get to that's, somewhere on time. You can't miss a flight, so you don't sleep. Who's not uh-huh. properly packed? Yeah, that's 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 kind of where I am. Oh. Okay, there is there is no point in being first to board a plane. Okay, let's just pretend you're not flying Southwest. Okay, all right. Let's just. What about getting off the plane first? Is that something that uh... we're we'll get there? Uh, Priority boarding. This says is useless. Would you rather sit in the waiting area or stand in a long line to finally sit in a tiny airplane seat for even longer? If you're flying coach and you're not flying Southwest. I get this. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up in the same seat anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you're flying Southwest, forget it. The early bird gets the worm oh, on yeah. that. I do not do lines well. Drive through lines, standing in lines, waiting in a line. Not so good at that personally. So. Okay. There should be a dedicated section on the plane for families with children. Okay. <clears throat> Sounds like a miserable, miserable place to be on a long flight. Unless you got children. Hey, they're they're paying just like everybody else. So oh yeah, absolutely. Probably you want to put that near the bathroom too. Yes, plane, that would be a help. Plane seats should not be reclinable. I sort of agree with this. I've stopped reclining my seat. Yeah, I don't like. I couldn't tell you the last time I went on a flight though. It's been a long time, but. Even when given the bit. opportunity, I don't recline my seat I'm because. Of what it does to the person behind me because uh-huh. I don't like it when I, it happens in front of me. Yes. I was going to say, as somebody that has long legs, if you do it in front of me, it makes makes it very hard, I very agree. miserable. I think they should be stationary. If you want to rest bad enough, if you want to sleep bad enough, you'll do it sitting up. Get, get like, one, get that one slight th- little reclination. Get one of those pillows like yesterday. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. You can do that. Um. There's no point in standing up on the plane as soon as it lands. Yeah, that's true. Christy Buckles is the worst at this. She thinks that the sooner she stands up, the sooner she's going to get off the plane. And somehow she thinks that 
um, if she stands up first, she should just get to go in front of the other rows that didn't stand up yet. And I, no matter what happens, you're not getting off of this flight until the rows in front of you disembark. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that it works. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I do think game. I do think there's part of her nature that maybe is a business opportunity for MB Airlines. Ooh. Priority disembarking. Ooh, right? Nice. She, she would pay extra for she that. She would pay extra for that. To charge, they were charging people to board early. Mm-hmm. I would venture a wager that it may be a more successful business model no. to charge for priority disembarkation. Now, nice. would your airline be more towards like a spirit or would it be more towards, you know, higher end airline? Uh, it wouldn't be a spirit. It wouldn't be. A I'm spirit. not flying a rust bucket. No, I'm not. No, it's. it's you get there. Do, it's. Uh, do you? <laughs> Most of the t- so far, you've gotten there. Would mm-hmm. your airlines offer three seats side by side? Good like Could couldn't they just go two seats so that 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 third seat just make two seats the width of the three? Can I split the price of the middle seat among? The I outer would pay seats more. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Will would they you have like the little to, TVs? Would you, yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Um, although, can why, I pick the movie? Why I use watch? them now? Everybody's got a TV in their hand. That's true. Their, you know, and with their own content, they want. Uh, Dennis, would you pay extra for a double armrest seat, where the seat next to you, you get an armrest, and the middle seat gets their own armrest? If I have two, no. But if there are three <laughs> seats, yes. Okay. It all depends. All right. So where do we stand on clapping when the plane lands? <laughs> have you been on one of those? I've been on one of those. It's kind of sweet, but I don't know. It's like, I yay, mean, you did your job. <laughs> you got us here safely. Well, I mean, would you rather not do your job? I would, I would be more inclined to clap on a Spirit Airlines flight. Showing the affirmation to the pilot. They're thanking the pilot as you walk out, and the the, the well, staff's totally appropriate. I was always told that when you walk in, you got to touch the outside of the plane for good luck. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got to tap it twice. I didn't know that. I found out what Especially my Especially when you get on Spirit. My good luck charm was on my way back from D.C. a couple of weeks ago. I saw it before the flight, but it was affir- uh, it was affirmed because the pilot and I were disembarking at the same time, and uh, apparently he paid for yeah. priority disembarking as well. But he had a UK lanyard. Mm-hmm. All of his credentials. Awesome. We were flying back into Louisville. All of his credentials were on a UK lanyard, and I'm like, "That's a good luck job. This guy knows right. what he's doing. That's he right. knows mm-hmm. how to fly because mm-hmm. he's a cat fan." Uh, I've not stayed in an Airbnb. We've stayed in a lot of VRBOs, so I don't know if Airbnb is slightly different. But it says, if Airbnb has a cleaning fee, I shouldn't be expected to leave it spotless. I am paying for it to be cleaned after I leave, so I should be able to leave it in the same manner I would leave a hotel room. Are the rules different for Airbnb in that regard? I think it's like, yeah, but, you know, put your dishes in the the dishwasher. It's Mm kind of like one of those, I mean, just be a good person. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, use common sense. Like, we stayed in an Airbnb in Florida where we tracked a ton of sand in from the beach. We obviously swept up the majority of that. Now, we didn't Uh go around in the creases and vacuuming, but we just made sure that we left it similar to how we found it. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't need to make the beds and all that. I think think the Airbnb I stayed in even had us, like, strip the beds and... You yeah. know, st- stick it all into a pile on the floor and all that. But. To me, it's probably going to have some to do with the, how much the cleaning fee is. Uh-huh. If it's a super high cleaning fee, right. it's like, well, I, right. you're paying think, for some of this. Yes. I even yes. think that the Airbnb had like a, you pay X amount, but we have the ability to charge you more sure, yeah. should you mm-hmm. yeah, they hold completely something back trash. Like part yeah. of the deposit. 
Uh, I would venture a guess that at some point in time, it's it's had to. I bet it could happen frequently because of the way that we do. But I'm certain it's happened at least once. Just the law of averages. I would imagine there are some housekeepers who've gone into hotel rooms that we've stayed in. They went in there and said, "Did anybody stay here?" Because mm-hmm. they're just like you. Just mm-hmm. I, we just kind of we kind of use hotel space like we would use our home space. Maybe even better. We might mm-hmm. even treat somebody else's space better than we. Treat and I would always say, take pictures when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Take pictures when you leave because oh, we've had somebody use us Captain of something uh, housekeeping mm-hmm. wise mm-hmm. that we sent pictures to the owner and they're like, "Oh, okay." We're good. <laughs> so, um, can you call the Easter Bunny? Yes. Remember last week we called the pep talk. Yeah, the yeah. kindergartner pep talk. That was fantastic. I saw that on the national news, and uh, it has blown up. It has gone viral okay. around the world because of uh, shows like ours talking yes. about it. So the teachers were talking. The kids now are updating it every couple of days with new stuff. No, oh, that's great. And so I thought it was neat. But in that vein. If you want to, uh, seasonally, if you want to participate, you can call the Easter Bunny using an app. Or the Easter Bunny can also call you. You can send the Easter Bunny a letter. You can track the Easter Bunny. You can email the Easter Bunny. And you can call the Easter Bunny's voicemail. Wow. Um, something, maybe this is my point to ponder, but I was already occupied on a ponderance, so I'll plant this with you. Okay. Where I'm does the you. Easter Bunny live? Do we, is there... Santa and the elves and Mrs. Claus live at the North Pole. Where, where's the that Easter? How is it that I'm 50, soon to be 51, and I don't know the answer to this question? Isn't the the rabbit hole? Easter Island. That's what, that's what Google says. With those stand-up things? Uh-huh. With those pagoda things? Uh-huh. That's not true. Okay. That's, well, I, just that's, don't, I would know uh, this by look, now. Look, Dennis C. Cook, does that not say, where does Easter Bunny live? Easter Island. Yeah, I think that's a good housekeeping.com. From Google. Sam. Dad, that's from a dad Google. joke. Where does the Easter look, Bunny see, live? Look, you can Easter even see Island. him. Easter Island. He's there. No, I'm not buying it. Photoshop. I'm not doing it. The Easter Bunny has to live somewhere else. No one's else. seen like the Easter Bunny, Sam. Short Creek or somewhere like that. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know? Even though not commonly used, the day after tomorrow is called Overmorrow. Oh, I did not know that. So you have today, tomorrow, and Overmorrow. Overmorrow. So, but what's the day before yesterday? If you have yesterday, over, is it over, over yesterday? Over easy? Would it be, would it work similarly in working over away today? from today? It, I don't, mm, I don't, I don't. <sighs> This is hurting. And can you imagine yeah. if Paul McCartney had used that word instead of yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got Imagine if up. Paul McCartney were talking about day before yesterday instead of just uh, yesterday. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't. He probably wouldn't have even been as famous as he actually turned out to be. Okay. Air yesterday. Air? Air. And E-R-E. over tomorrow. E-R-E. Air yesterday. Yeah, I can see that. Day before last. Uh-huh. No, no term. I don't think. Uh, exciting news! Oh, are you ready? Yeah. Elon Musk is here to save the world. Well, that's cool. So Elon Musk is going to own space, and apparently, he's going to own Vladimir Putin. Elon Musk has challenged maybe Vladimir Ukraine. Putin <laughs> to single combat on Twitter, and the stakes are Ukraine. 
Is it like a series of dad jokes on Twitter? Is that what? Like, I'm curious to know what single combat is. So that means you can't bring you can't bring I a second. You can't bring your mean, I, vicious attack dog. It's just me and you, mono e mono. I think that's fight. just fists. Yeah. Single combat with the ultimate stakes at play. The Tesla and SpaceX chief dared um, Vladimir Putin to a battle of brawn yesterday. Doing it over Twitter, of course. And yeah. uh, the battle, the stakes are Ukraine. So that's, does Elon Musk have Ukrainian background? Is that? No, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, or if he's no, just he's trying South, to, He's South African. Oh, yeah. So he's just trying to save the world. Is this real? Or was this a Babylon Bee or, or somebody? No, it was on the real Twitter. So Is this just fantasy? Um, speaking of the space race, Pete Davidson is going to space on Blue Origin's 20th mission, which is next week. So we reported this first a couple of weeks ago. Now a date is, is set. Is Kanye going to stop him? I'm going to say you. they better beef up security around the launch pad. Have a <laughs> that, uh, ke- tech, ke- that text exchange ke- was something. Keep an eye out for Kanye around the launch pad in the days leading up to. So it makes me wonder if Jeff Bezos has decided, like, Pete, you go ahead on this one. I'm going to. I got I got a staff meeting that day that I need to. I got a thing. I got to I got to need to check into something over here. You go on, in case you get Kanye'd. All right, Dolly is in the news today. Not mm-hmm. Dolly Madison. Not. Are there any other famous Dollies other than the one I'm about to talk about? Wasn't that the the sheep that was cloned? Wasn't that yes, Dolly the sheep? That's true, but I think this she, is just it, though. Yeah, no th- this Dolly. Dolly's the other one. I am. I am really. Uh, I've is, always been a big fan of Dolly. Is she yeah. upset at our politicians still? Um, she she's probably not entirely over it, okay. but my guess is she's moved on because of what I'm about to read, mm-hmm. and it make it does make me admire her more. The country music legend announced that although she was appreciative of her nomination for the class of 2022. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. She is removing herself from the ballot to ensure that votes for other acts are not split, saying that she has not earned the privilege of being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know what? She's right. I agree. That's correct. She is not a rock and roll act. And as much as she's loved, she can be in all the Country Music Hall of Fame. She can be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. She, she can be it. in the She can be in the Beautiful Woman Hall of Fame. She can be in the Tennessean Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. She can be Hall in the Amusement Park Hall of Fame. She can be in the Love and Kindness Hall of Fame. She can be the in the Jesus Loves Me Hall of Fame. But she does not belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But isn't she coming out with a rock album? This is what she said. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and will be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. She said, this has hopefully inspired me to a great rock and roll album at some point in time in the future, which I have always wanted to do. So there's Dolly talking about the importance of merit. Like merit Mm -hmm. should make you deserving of things, not just because somebody says, you know what would be a good PR move? Yeah. Let's put Dolly Parton exactly. in the Hall of Who Fame. Who could she partner with that would be good? See, that's the thing. Dolly's Dolly. McCartney? And you partner with it, it doesn't have the same effect. I will say could, could, Zach Williams and Dolly, that that worked. For King Country and Dolly, that worked. Mm-hmm. But but Dolly wasn't the focus of those songs. She was a... The added featured artist. Right, you know, she did that when I get where I'm going with Brad Paisley, mm-hmm. which was a good generational move. It was. 
So who is the rock and roll equivalent of a could? So he's been gone for a while, and I think he's a little nutty. But would a John Mayer, Dolly Parton pairing be one that could be? It would be bluesy. It could have a big guitar intensive. Alternative almost. Because I don't even know that. Well, I, don't I don't want mean, to hear Dolly doing grunge. That was my least favorite Johnny Cash. Well, no, 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 was no, no. I don't think grunge is alternative. I think alternative is like your mid-2000s almost, like John Mayer. Hmm. I consider John Mayer alternative. You do? Yes. Huh. Well, he had more, a lot of More of an alternative hits, rock so kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I guess what I would classify as college rock, you know, in, in you know the AAA format of, I'm speaking in radio terms now. I, th- but, I think I'll have to defer to... Uh, our resident uh, Ludwig von Beethoven over there. I'm trying to think. Uh, who do you think? Can can she partner with Cook Ranch? No, I, I, he's not rock and roll enough. I'm not rock and roll enough, and I'm not. I don't know that I'm educated enough on the rock and roll to to give a good answer here. I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be two See, el- elder statesmen and women. You, you I think wouldn't it want it to be, be like a McCartney or a mm, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, McCartney can't exactly. It's just, he's not the greatest singer right now. Not he's only, just, not only that, but up, well, all I, of McCartney's stuff now just kind of sounds the same, but also uh-huh. so does Dolly's. Uh-huh. You need somebody that can take that that Dolly. Like like Dolly did for that James Patterson novel. They took the template, the prism and perspective of Dolly and put it into literary form that James uh-huh. Patterson is known for. So take that Dolly spirit in music and put it in the framework of rock and roll what, Let her sing it. Get her into the Hall of Fame. What about her goddaughter? She could that's, probably sing rock. I don't think that's rock and roll. She could get it. I will say that Dolly would would probably mesh well with any style. She probably. could do something uh, stylistically well, to fit it, in. Was it Cardi B? Was that who it was last week, or, or who mm-hmm. was? It? There's a collaboration, but that's not going to. That might get her into the hip hop Hall of Fame, but not into She'll the rock and roll Hall of Fame. She. She may eventually be in them all, but it will be by her merit, not because right. uh, she's going to insist on being meritorious. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, before I get to that, Dennis, are you happy or sad today? I'm happy. You're happy. Okay, good. So here's MB's point to ponder. Would you rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy? Dumb and happy is the way to live, <laughs> folks. I'm telling you. It's the way. That's where the joy, Take that's it where from joy me. resides. This is the way. <laughs> this dumb the and way. happy. Can, <laughs> this is the way. Can you be marginal and marginal? <laughs> no. You can be no way to meh live. and meh. No way to live on the fence there, Sam. I think I kind of want to be meh and meh. You can be that. Uh, I don't know that that's a blissful state, but it is It is a state. Uh, Dennis, you were at the uh, what? You were at the archery archery thing last week? Yeah, we had state, state, state archery state last week. That's oh. right. Did uh, Were there lots of uh, people dressed like Robin Hood men in tights? No, they did have a cardboard cutout of Hawkeye up there, though. Okay, <laughs> that I forgot to keep my picture with. Gotcha. But, uh, so that was a good event. Yeah, yeah I kudos. Saw, so you all are the only people I know that could tailgate for a, for an what happens, event. That's what happens. Kudos to the students who have persevered so much 
and uh, gone above and beyond uh, to uh, make it through uh, the past couple of years that's been so challenging in, in school alone, much less uh, extracurricular activities. So these students are resilient, and they did a great job representing the school and community. So uh, kudos to the kids. And I know Trey had a career best, right? Trey did have a career best. 269, I think. Is that correct? Yes. That's a good uh, score. Yes. Yeah. That is. Out of well, 300. About, 300 about, is the best. For a 7th grader. It's uh, about 269 more points than I could get. Good. So. And this is, you know, his. he hasn't shot very much. This is really from last state, last March to this State this March, he shot for a year. This is this is his experience. So, wow! As a seventh grader, if he stays with it, he really. I mean, yeah, he might even get a two seventy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baseball season starts today officially. Yeah, high school C- baseball. Cougar season. baseball. They're on the road at Ohio County. It's the Jody Nutt era. It's weird not having Danny Clark as as the head coach of the of the Cougar baseball mm-hmm. team. So it's Jody Nutt's team now, and they open up at Ohio County. Tennis team starts today at home against Ohio County, and the track team. And you'll you'll like this. Yeah, I know you love names of events for track and cross country. The reverse rumble, E Town reverse rumble. How do you how do you rule reverse? It's not quite as good as the hillbilly run. Um, I, I need to know what we're reversing, and I, I need to know who's rumbling. I think they have to run their events backwards. Is this about uh, Elon and Putin? I was say that sounds like a more and reverse rumble. I do want to mention too, if you want to. I know you have wanted to be on the bass fishing team because you want a bass fishing jersey. Am I correct? I definitely want a bass fishing uh, fishing jersey. If, if you want to, if you're between the ages of seventh grade and twelfth grade, yeah, just oh. barely made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be on next year's bass fishing team, there's a meeting tonight at six o'clock at the high school cafeteria. Well, That's for okay. new members and. Returning members. Will there be school chicken strips and mashed potatoes there while I'm there for the meeting? I think they're only doing popcorn chicken. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you got right. me hook, line, and seeker for that one. And Dennis, smiley fries. I haven't seen the board this week. Does life still stink at first? No, purpose? life, life never really. Stinks. Life's rosy now. Thanks. Life smells good now. Well, it's not like we're dumb and happy. <laughs> it's just that we are happy in Christ. Huh? Uh, we are attempting to seek the Lord in all things and and seek him first. But we do have something coming up around a month or so where we are going to be uh, having our outreach event for Easter for the kiddos of the community. And that's going to be uh, at the high school the Saturday before Easter. So uh, as we approach that day, I'm going to be sharing more information with you. Did you do about that last that. year? We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that. It was around the track. That's right. right. Okay. Same, yeah. same, same thought. Same day, and I'll be sharing times and more specifics as we get closer. Neat. That will not be the reverse rumble. Uh, we might have to come up with a better name. Than that, on the track. That is not technically the reverse rumble at the <laughs> moment. It, it won't be the hillbilly run either. <laughs> no, no. On television tonight, the Bachelor season twenty six finale. I saw a promo for it the other night. Look like, good. Oh, no. Who's going to win? Who are you picking? Knows? He loves them both, and oh. whichever one he picks will be the one he loves more. And, goodness gracious. Does Sarah, Sarah doesn't watch this? No, no, no. no. She's all, all Hallmark movie all the time. <laughs> yeah. Season two premiere of Young Rock on NBC. Mr. Mayor, the season two premiere on NBC. Discovery Channel has Street Outlaws, America's List. And on TLC, a series premiere of something called Fixer to Fabulous. Mm. Welcome in, I N N. Are okay. Are you in or out on Young Rock? <sighs> Ask me in about three weeks. Is season two? Is that what it said? The finale? Season two premiere. Oh, okay. I thought it said season That's, two finale. I was no, going to say I thought season, you'd have made a decision by two now. Premiere. So um, you were kind of meh on season one. 
I like The Rock. It just it it seemed like they were going to run out of content pretty quick, mm-hmm. but I I can be like. By the way, um, in case you missed it, great piece on sixty minutes this week on the um, the I don't know, it's not a legend the uh, on Ted Lasso oh. and how Ted Lasso came to be, and I didn't know till the other night. That Ted Lasso is a character that's about 10 years old yes. that they used to try and promote MLS on NBC, and he was kind of goofy, and then they mm-hmm. rounded him out the rest of the way and turned him into the... <clears throat> it's just still remarkable. I just, I, I'm just still amazed at mm. how... Do you know, is there any like word on when season three is coming? They they did this interview on 60 Minutes during production, so they're okay. working on season three now, so... End of this I year, maybe? Pre- I would presume it might be late summer or something like that. I'm, I'm excited we'll for We'll see. It. But uh, what's the other coach? Coach. Coach Beard. Coach Beard. Coach Beard is also the one of the creators of the character. Yeah. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't know that. Roy Kent. And Roy Kent was a writer who felt He's the there. Roy Kent character so much that he, he turned in an audition tape as his Roy Kent and Dennis, have you seen it? I've never seen this oh, show. Okay. He's here. I he's know there. what you're talking about. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's it's, Roy Kent. He's he's Roy Kent. It must be pretty good. It's it's really it's really awesome. I like it because it's you don't necessarily have to be a fan of sports because you can relate to the struggles that he goes through. Is it Netflix? Apple TV. Apple, Apple TV Plus. Okay, gotcha. Today's highlight in history. This date in fifteen. It, this date in forty four BC. Julius Caesar was assassinated. Christopher Columbus arrived back in Spanish uh, in uh, Spanish harbor of Palos de la Frontera. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. day in 1493, 1820, Maine became the 23rd state. Shout out to Bahaba. The Godfather premiered this date in 1972. Three's Company premiered on ABC this date in 1977. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. Dennis, let's yes. have lunch at the Regal Beagle. Okay. Want to? I don't have lunch plans. No, actually, I do have lunch plans. Ooh. I can change it to the Regal Beagle. Dennis, you want to come along? You can add in. You can join in to my lunch plan. Three's company. Oh. That's right. Well done. Thanks. Judd Hirsch is 87. Mike Love of the Beach Boys is 81. Kind of known for wow. not being a very nice guy, and I met him one time. The main and, singer? And, yeah, the lead singer? Yeah. Huh. And I didn't find him to be particularly nice, but I don't know if it's because. Well, then maybe he his, does need a little dolly in his life. He was nice on Full House, that one episode. Yeah, well, anybody can, yeah. Uh, and, okay, oh, big birthday today. Someone that Dennis emulated, wanted to grow up to be. March when 15. When Dennis was young, they said, Dennis, when you grow up, yeah. what do you want to be? And you said, Fozzie Bear. Fabio. <laughs> I want to be I want to be Fabio. Excuse me. Fabio ah. is 60. Fabio, Fozzie you, Bear. Close. Waka waka. Have Fabio and Dennis Cook been seen in the same room together? <laughs> Brett Michaels I is don't 59 think so. today. Mark McGrath is 54. Ava Longoria is 47. Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas is also, I think, 47. I turned the page before. Sounds I, about right. Yeah, 47. Okay. Will, Will I Am. Will he is. Andrew Jackson born this date in 1767. The notorious RBG was born this date in 1933. Chart toppers. Not much time for chart toppers today. We're already running over. The coasters number one with Charlie Brown in '59. I think you could play this. 
with the bagpipes in the Cougar Marching Band. <laughs> I, I like that. That would be hard for me to do. I mean, too quick. Ooh. No, I mean, I just that's a saxophone song. I just, yeah. If you got a sax player, let uh-huh. a sax bit player be a sax player. Uh-huh. They don't get many options. You know, let, let, let bagpipes play Amazing Grace or something. It's not a saxophone song. Simon Says, 1910 Fruit Gum Company, number one in 68. I don't know that I've heard this song before. Simon Sa- Dennis, Simon Says, hold your breath. <laughs> Let's go to 1977. Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle. He's about to pass out. Simon says, Breathe. Atlantic Star, Secret Lovers, number one in 86. I didn't say inhale. I said, Just breathe. That's two way street. Okay, uh, 1995, Brandy, Baby. Yeah, by Usher in 04. Yeah. And Bruno Mars, When I Was Your Man, nine years ago today. Why do I try so hard on lyrics when I can just write a song called Yeah? <laughs> That's yeah, got to have a good hook. Mm-hmm. Can you do that hook? Mm-hmm. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.